Alrighty. Sitting here with Mr. Leo D'Angelo and uh, the returning champion. Second time on the podcast, Mr. Dave Ramsey. I'll say Dave Ramsey. That guy's a plot. David. David. Yeah, say David Ramsey. I don't want to be associated with Dave Ramsey anymore. Dr. Dave Ramsey. Uh, I, got a, I got a Snapchat about Dave Ramsey getting sued for fraud or some shit. That's a real thing? Oh, it's a real thing. As a person? No, well, yeah. it's a very generic name. He's, no, he's, he's the financial guy. You don't know about him? No. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't we know about him? Where's he from? Look at us. We look like people who know anything about fucking finance. He's <laughs> 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 the last two people you should be asking yeah. about finance. Well, you should definitely not ask Dave Ramsey about finance. And don't ask me, David Ramsey, about finance either. I don't... So what happened to this guy? What, what? I don't know. It was a Snapchat. Somebody sent me a thing. He got sued for fraud. And they thought it was you? Is that what they sent you? No, or they were like, hey, you have the same name. This is funny. No, no, yeah. Yeah, it's just he gives me a bad name. Told us you give love. Yeah, you give him a good name, huh? Yeah, he's being sued for one hundred and fifty million dollars. That's sick. That's oh, a lot of time, money. Timeshare fraud. That's what it was. Oh, well, timeshare is a fraud. I thought about getting into timeshare. Fraud. Don't ever get into timeshares. It's, it's straight up fraud. I think, yeah, but I've thought of a ways to. I don't know. Unless There's you're the be... one frauding people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Don't 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 buy one as a customer. So what's new? I haven't seen either of you that often. We all have very busy schedules and lives. You fucking left town. You live in Salem now. It's 30 minutes. It's a long way. 40 minutes. I visit. You don't visit. He does quite often. (laughs) He has a reputation out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, It all comes back to me. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's very true. And actually, while I was working, I'll be in Salem in a couple weeks working. I'm doing the uh, church budget people, the pigeons, the building. It's like I'm five fucking blocks from you mean the, on State Street? The, right up behind it. Uh, like oh. two blocks back. Oh, oh, Pigeon. I don't know who that is. And, well, the, the, the businesses, they're, they're the people who run it. Church yeah. budget, they own, they make every church envelope, like, it's worldwide. They make a million envelopes a day. Church envelopes? Oh, That's all they do. Yeah, okay. Strictly church envelopes for Baptists, Catholics, fucking everything. My dad, we're sitting there today. The most lucrative business in my, Ohio. My, my, my dad, <laughs> we're looking around there showing us the operation. My dad looks at me and goes, there's a lot of money in Jesus, huh? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's exactly uh, what it is. Salem's then. big thing is uh, is Fresh Mart or whatever. It's Fresh Mart, yeah. Oh, and the whole the whole fucking Mark. city smells like bacon. Yeah, they uh, they make sugar hot dogs for like oh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. bacon for this region. Yeah, I mean hot dogs last a while. It's their big for thing. Forever, though. Probably. <sighs> cool. Summer plans. Well, I quit my job. So yeah, so I read in the Harley last night, and she's like, well, you kind of said that you quit your job, and then she's like, yeah, Dave, what does Dave care about a schedule for? Do you guys practice it late tomorrow? He's like, she's like, he doesn't have to work for a month. I'm like, what's all this about? Yeah, the month. Why a month? Why a month? Because I wanted a month. Oh, you chose a month. The summer I, of Dave. Summer of Dave, yes. <laughs> okay. I chose a month to take off. So I worked for the company for seven years. I, have, I mean, I've had week-long vacations, but that's it. So, so you took a month. Took a month, yeah. I have no idea what I'm going to do. I have no real plan. How long ago did you know you were taking this month? Two months ago. (laughs) I gave them a two-month notice. They still didn't matter. So you you don't have your own practice yet? Because we've talked about this, that you're thinking about... I have a buddy that I'm going to be working for. So so it's his practice? It's just going to be you work? He already has three businesses, like three clinics up in Cleveland area. So we're basically... He lives in North Jackson. He wanted to start one in Youngstown. So it'll be yours and his... That Basically. dealership type of deal would be his his name his, on the on the business. It's called Fit for Function, and then I will be. I'll be your store, your franchise. 
Yeah, and then I'll just be, well, I'm not even like, an, even an owner, I'm just like a worker, just like a contracted worker, basically. So I don't own any of the logistics behind it, which is nice. Cool. So, because I just show up, I just work. More I work, more I get paid. Well, we already know that you're bad with finances. Yes, exactly. And Dave Ramsey, finances, <laughs> destined to fail. <laughs> I'll drive this business right into the ground, Nick. Don't worry. $150 million. <laughs> Is anybody going anywhere anytime soon? Um, I'm supposed to go to Johnson City next month. Johnson City. Tennessee. Is What's the reason for this? Uh, me and my coworker Rudy have a friend down there who owns a shop. Um, I'm trying to get shows right now. Called a couple places where he's gonna probably throw a show at the shop, hopefully. And then uh, he, he doesn't plan a tattoo, maybe just a couple like homies, but um, we're just gonna go down and hang out. Go. He's been there before, I haven't. We're gonna rent a lake house and hang out, do a little vacation. But it is based around the, the tattoo aspect, but it's not like a work thing whatsoever. I mean, I just wanna play that shows down there personally. Yeah, it'd be great. You're gonna, your music would thrive down there. Right? Yeah, from what I hear, that's like uh, it's a very musical town. And that's like I'm right up that alley. I was asked by him a couple times to come down. We're not that close, but when Rudy offered, I was like, "Yeah, let's figure out a group trip." And then the two of us are gonna go down and uh, have a good time. And I have other. I'm sure I'm going somewhere else this summer. Well, you're going, going past bachelor party. We're going to like Deep Creek, Maryland. Maryland. Deep Creek, sweet. I'm going back to. Uh, I, yeah, I've never been. But, uh, I haven't either. I'm back sweet. to West Virginia for the expo. Uh, in August. Tattoo Expo. Yeah. yeah, you do that every year. Now, yeah. Like, uh, well, we did. They had a spring one. Is it kind of a van thing, too? Or you no, guys I just brought my van the one time and it broke down. down. <laughs> that's why. That's why. It became a van thing. That's why yeah. I remember the van aspect, apparently. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I don't even tattoo. I was semi-famous at that expo for the guy who had the van that was working on it daily and then working at the expo all day and then working on it at night again. Everyone was very invested if I was going to get out of West Virginia. And here you are. Barely. But yeah. I got uh, nothing for like three weeks. I might go to Maine. I thought about driving. No, that's where I want to go. Let's do that. It's, it's I'm right. just hopping my car I told and just driving to Maine. Me and me and Josh Dunn did a couple of years ago, and we well we flew into Boston because I've done all this area. Obviously. I'm dying to go to Maine for years now. I say I this. Two days. The cool thing yeah, about Maine. Weeks, let's go. Oh, are we going to Tennessee? We are going to Tennessee. When's that? That's up to October. I got to put Gregor, that. Gregory Allen Isaacoff. Yeah. At the Ryman. At the Ryman. Oh yeah. I was telling my sister about Spiritual that. experience. Yeah, yeah, I gotta put that on my calendar. Yeah. I'm out. Spiritual experience. Well, you don't like. You don't like, 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 like folk sludge, anyways. Folks, what's it so slow? It's, it is slow. It's, it's droning. It's droning, yes. In a good way for us, but yeah. you'd hate it. Yeah, you, you'd fall asleep instantly. You know, it's funny. I actually. People think because I play music and I always talk about music and music is everything about my life. Even if I'm playing or I'm talking about it or I'm listening to it or I, I have to dictate every aspect of music I'm listening to. I, I don't I do not do shuffles. I don't do this or that. I pick the exact song in that exact moment. I'm a fucking weirdo. I get it. Hey, take a breath. That Jesus being said, Christ. <laughs> that, I heard him talk that, so fast. That all being said, I really, this is, and I don't think I've ever said this to anybody, I don't really like live music. No, you've said that before. I uh, like I, like if it's a band that I love or an artist that I love, and it's good live, I'll go every fucking chance I get. But there are people out there who just love live music, and they're like, "Well, it's not the best, but it's live." I'd rather listen to the same recording of songs that I love over and over again in my bedroom and my living room than just go see live music. I could give a fuck less about live music; it means nothing to me whatsoever. 
Yeah. Nothing. Uh, well, I mean, if it's no, but if it's something I'm into, yes. But it's because it's the artist, not because it's live. You can't. I I can't watch anybody live. Even if I'm just gonna hate watch for like a minute. Yeah. I Usually, there's I certain, there's certain live like concerts I've been to that are just like again, like it sometimes becomes like spiritual in a way. Uh, again, uh, no. not even the artist. It's just the vibe sometimes uh, there. Okay. Like even like this what Friday I went to see Zach Bryan in Cleveland. They do. Yeah, I got four tickets from Leafa, our one buddy. The country guy? Yeah. Zach Brown Band or whatever? No, Zach no not Zach Brown Band. You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Brown, anyway, he sold out Rocket Mortgage. What, I mean, there wasn't an empty he's a He's a Tyler Childers ripoff, though. Uh, Pretty basically, yeah. People love him. I'm sure he people, loves hearing people that. People love him. Well, I don't care. I'm like yeah. that fucking guy. Well, it's funny, because <laughs> <laughs> he's never going to hear this. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I don't think he cares. But that's funny though because he sold out Rocket Mortgage and Children's. Yeah, yeah, he's Children's is in Nautica. That's it. I mean, he yeah, sold out Nautica, no, so right? he, he he surpassed him at yeah. some point. But really, if you he just he was just doing a really good impression, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? No. And I like him, but like I don't, I kind well, of well, him and Children's both just played down. Oh, they uh, played together. Well, Lexington down. Oh, that was today or last night. Like, the festival was going right now. That's where Kelly, Kelly is, is right, right now. Yeah. 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 So he's not the chicken fried rice. No. Cool. Chicken. No, no, no one. one that guy's no from Louisiana. This no one's the chicken fried rice guy. <laughs> but anyway, no, it was just cool because like we're in the middle of the arena, sold out, yeah, that's and no, every, I was everybody was singing songs, and you could just see like there's that moment where he's sitting there, and I don't care like if you're that famous or anything. There's a moment where you're like, holy shit! I hear like, these, uh, these yeah. kids were nothing three years ago. I hear and now they're the, selling out. He puts movies. on a crazy show. Yeah. Uh, well, was, well, roommate, well, one song. And yeah. he said it was amazing. Yeah, and he's nice. you know, he's in music and shit. Um do you have are you going anywhere this summer? Um I was just telling him before you got here, I'm going on a uh, a disc golf trip next weekend. I you know, I these these guys, half of them are married. It's 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 a it's a fucking shit show. Because these it's like these guys most of their lives they hate their day to day. I shouldn't say they hate it, but it's 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 very routine and they're not happy because well, they made decisions that they're not uh, obviously completely on board with. But anyway, throwing it in there. Right? Uh, <laughs> sure, no one's gonna hear. <laughs> my, my point with all this is, so when we're together, they use this as their outlet to get everything in. You know, they're they're disc golfing, they're drinking, they're smoking, they're fucking. They're, I mean, it's 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 everything. Well, the name of the the name of the group is Touching Discs, and they did that purposely to make it sound like Touching Dicks. Yeah, that's the kind of people that these that are in this. Uh, but anyway, I'm taking them on a place in an Airbnb that I got in Beaver Springs, PA. That is, this house is I showed you. It's fucking awesome. It is. There's a hot top on the top of a mountain in the middle of nowhere big with a giant, a big old A-frame with all glass. Hey, it isn't, is um, huge. Isn't Pat's thing a fucking secret? What pets? What thing? Oh, where we're going? Yeah, yeah. You just said it on the thing. Yeah, that's fine. That doesn't matter. Just you can't release it for another several months. Uh, he'll be fine. He won't even listen to this probably. No, I'm sure he will. <laughs> I didn't tell him what we're doing. I just you did. You said exactly what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, you did. Don't rewind. <laughs> don't you get one. Whatever. It was your idea for it to be a secret, anyways. I don't care. Yeah. No, it's. He knows we're not getting on a plane. He's asking millions of questions. So I mean. It doesn't matter. I just said no. We're not getting up. I think I kind of. Is he not like No, no. He he just he he's one of these people who has to know everything about everything. 
So the fact well, of just you, not knowing is killing him. You told me about the trip that you and him and Josh did up like the coast, and it had to be like super planned. He, well, he's more into schedules than me and Josh. Yeah. He's more concerned about when he's eating his next meal. Right. Well, like he, he, like he, it's, it's, it's an important. No, concern. yeah, but he, yeah, but you have to understand how me and Josh like operate. He's in like, general. Uh, and I'm not saying he's wrong for this, but I'm just saying like me and Josh are the type of people who we will wake up and we'll just we'll just get in the car like where are we going? I don't know. I don't know either. And we'll just start going that places. Freaks him out, dude. Yeah. He's 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 not that type. So he wakes up. and says, okay. So what's our agenda for today? I need I need I need coffee. I need a cigarette. I gotta get some food in me. Like <laughs> me and Josh are like it's nine o'clock at night. We're fucked up. We don't even know what's happening. We're like, we should probably eat at some point. Like, that's how we run our Yeah, like, we'll find some work to start. Yeah, we have survival. We have like, money. And where are we staying tonight? I don't know. Whenever we get drunk enough and we don't want to go anywhere else, we'll just stay here. Like, he's not that way, just in general. That's all. It freaks him out, man. I can understand that. So I the idea of us just kidnapping him and taking him somewhere and not knowing anything has been just festering like crazy. I hope it gets understood. It's not even... <laughs> I mean, really, I do. He needs if, if that's the biggest problem in your life, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah pretty. Good. Yeah, it's not. It's not too bad. Your friends want to hang out with you in the woods. Yeah, your friends want to adopt you and throw a party. For we you. got a. We got a. We got a thread for the wedding party. I'm in so many threads now. First off, I oh, I, I I hate the idea of being in threads, and I'm going to directly attack you, David. Oh. You are. <laughs> The, it's, it's, it's always one guy in every group who doesn't have an iPhone. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. It's yeah. always... Because I can't name the group. Or it's, it's always me. I hate that. That's, a, that's So I have to look at 50 names to know who I'm talking to. It's always me. We're adults now. Get an iPhone. Well, no. I'm, 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 I'm just going to continue to not get an iPhone just to <laughs> piss both of you off. Dorian's in two with I'm me. Gonna, I have news for you. It's everybody. It's not just us. They're, that's fine. We can't name the group. That's that's. There's so many... We can, things get set. Your video quality sucks. That's what I'm saying. That's what, I don't need to send you videos. Well, good, because I don't want to see it. <laughs> Not that I could if you did send it anyways. <laughs> now, years ago when, I, when, when the flying tree started, I didn't have an iPhone. They're like, dude, we can't send you like clips. Like they, Everybody would record, but... Google Drive. This is years ago. And they're like, just oh, get an iPhone. And I'm like, oh. have Google Drive for a long time, Nathan. And I was, like, I was like, okay, well, I just don't have anything against iPhones. I just don't have them. They're like, dude, just get an iPhone. Next for this was Dave. 20 years ago. <laughs> Never gonna happen. <laughs> why? What, what do you? What's so great about that thing? Nothing. That's why. I like it's it. more the idea that I'll spite. I think oh, some it's people purely right. told me that they're like, "Oh, about an iPhone user. I know I'm trash to you." It's I mean, like, no, you're, you're not trash. Right. You, you just don't make my life easier. Yeah. This is another thing. I the, people who go to the draft house between workers and like the core people that are there. I started a thread, and there's three people that are very mad that they're not in it. And I said, if you get an iPhone, I'll put you in the group. But until then, because when we text, it says draft family. That's why I'm not in it. That's what I love about it. That's why you're not in it? Wearing the whole shirt out of the draft family. You're not there. I'm talking to, I'm talking <laughs> to a guy who's there on a Tuesday. I know. Well, I'm there. You don't even live in town anymore. I still, you're I still, a pig guy. and I still show up. You're a flying pig. You're a whatever the fuck you go to. I don't know where you go now. Shabooms. I'm allowed to be a lot of things. Shabooms. Yeah, let's talk about Shabooms for a minute. What about it? <laughs> what about Shabooms? Uh, how's Lacey? I like Lacey. I like her girlfriend. She's I, think nice. she, I think she's very nice. She's great. She's great. She can name she, she's, she's got she, Indian in her, right? Something? I think Cherokee. I know she she's can, I know she's Korean. I know that. Yeah. She can drink Jameson. Oh, yeah. Motherfucker. And she drinks it straight up. It's like, crazy. and I, she just gets a glass. I'm like, that's pretty We'll be at a restaurant. Cool. She just ordered yeah. a double neat. And, and then they'd be like, well, do you want water with your meal? And she's like, yeah, I'll be all right. 
And they look at they look at her like she's a crazy person. I'm over there drinking Miller Lite like a <laughs> like a loser. My fifteenth beer, I'm starting to feel something. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's funny. She has just Jameson for her. That's wild. Yeah, likes it. Irish whiskey. I don't know. To each their own. Yeah, I like shooting it. I sure as hell don't want to drink it. Yeah, she sips it. She won't like put ice in there or anything. That's gross to her for some other reason. I don't know. Dilutes the taste. Does she ever just? I mean, so she doesn't drink mixed drinks of any sort of anything. Not, Not just mixed James drinks. Anything. You have a better uh, chance of her getting her drink beer. She'll have like a beer, like on dollar beer night. No white claws. Like no seltzer. No. Uh, if she was going to drink something other than that, maybe a twisted tea. She'll do, she'll go in for twisted teas quite often. But um, that's the hardest thing ever. Like just. Just straight Jameson. Yeah, no, that's preferred. <laughs> no, the first time I met her, and she sat down. And he brought her to the draft house, and I was like, "Can I get you something?" She's like, she kind of like, like did like a quarrel. yeah, I think she's aware, and she's just like, "I'm just if I can just get like a." I was like, "Oh, you want to you want to do a shooter?" She goes, "No, I'm just gonna just sip on it." I'm like, "Oh, well, that's even better." Like it's actually. scotch, but it's not. It's so when, so <laughs> okay. when she'll have her double neat or whatever, and then you know when someone's buying around the shots, they'll buy her shots. So then she. Has a shot of Jameson and then her, chases it with Jameson. Yeah, boom, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, well, good luck to you. That's full. A lot of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Um. So can we, let's let's talk about the reason the three of us are here right now. Uh, we, are we ready to tell the world yet? I mean, our friends know. I think everyone knows. Everyone who's going to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Anyone who's listening knows. Wait, where, uh, go ahead, Nate. I'll let you do. Well, I, there's nothing to do other than no. say the people. Yeah, do we even have a name yet? We're, we're st- well, I I thought we settled on. Something. I like I like I one. Which one? I don't know. I think we're gonna go with Nantucket News. I like Nantucket News. I like that. Is that okay? That's fine. We both love the alliteration in that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like the and I, and I've never I, been and in I, Nantucket. And I'm, yeah. we're gonna. I want your uh, hallucinating Arkansas. I want to. I want that to be the name of one of our songs. That's fine for sure. That's not my idea. That was George's. I know, but I think it's a sweet. What is name. it? Hallucinating <laughs> Arkansas. Oh, what's that again? Allen Ginsberg, how? It's one of the lines in it. Oh, I thought, I thought, no, hold on. I thought the whole story behind this was you were driving somewhere no. and you had a dream and you no. woke up and you're driving in the middle of nowhere and you're like, I had this dream. The only thing I remember is hallucinating Arkansas. That sounds much more romantic. Yeah, than that's why I was so into the idea. You're telling me it was just a line from a song? <coughs> I don't know. It's a poem. Alan, Alan Ginsburg. Oh, Alan Ginsburg. I, I, Ginsburg. I, I, I understand. I'm sorry. Yes, I understand. I'm sorry. I, okay, I didn't hear that part. I'm sorry. That's um, where the whole Coxman thing comes yes, from. Yes, right. Really? Right, right, right. Yeah, there's a line in that poem as well. Ah. That's right. I didn't know George was into Ginsburg at all. He read it one time. <laughs> so he said it to you? Yeah, I think. I don't and know. he's like, you're looking for a band name. Here's what you should go with, or... Something like Where that. Where did your story just come from about him driving? Wait, wait, you say I know that sounds very romantic, and that seems like a I much better story. I, I think was... that's no matter who hears this. I think that's what we should actually go with. We were driving down the road, and all we remember <laughs> is Nantucket News. And I can tell you where Nantucket News came from when me, Hayden, and Pat years ago. Every, oh, we, see, now I'm not gonna like. We, you. No, no, just stop. Hold on. Everybody said, uh, "Let's all pick band names, and let's just see if any of them were cool." And I picked like. 30 band names and they went with uh, conservative well they, they we all picked but they went with the ones the one that I said was conservative censorship CC uh, but like Nantucket <laughs> News was actually like my favorite and they're like that's not good 
They, they hated where it came from. They hated the oh, idea. Yeah, they skipped on it. And then I also loved Platypus Paranoia. I thought that was sweet. You too. Everybody, you would like alliteration. I, I love alliteration. alliteration. Cool. I love alliteration. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love hypotheticals and I love alliteration. It's like, if you want to have a deep conversation with me some night on mushrooms, just give me alliteration and give me the idea of. So if you had one song for the rest of your life to listen to, I, I love shit like that. I could I could do that all night long. That's the second song title: Hypotheticals and Alliteration. Uh-huh. A literal. I need to actually play. Huh? <laughs> we need to actually write a second song. <laughs> Speaking of which, I wrote a uh, the one we have had one practice. Together, I don't remember it at all. together, and I. No, what do you mean you don't remember? Oh, because it's been so long. Been I, I have it. I have it recorded on my phone. So yeah, but <laughs> I don't remember the second. We had two songs. You you song. said the song that you did something with was something else. No no no, we were hammered. No, the other night when Dave came over, I no we, no I know that. I'm saying you told me that you found out that what you played when we were here was like a weed eater song or something like that. No no. Oh, okay, cool. I, I'm happy it's not because I like what you what you did. No, I said it was very reminiscent of a weed eater song, but I mean it's Doom. They're all the same, so that doesn't really matter. <laughs> but the me and Dave the other night were. Uh, yeah, you know, on the verge of blacking out, decided we were going to jam, and we thought we wrote, or at least I thought we wrote a really cool song. I don't. You it it is you, exact, you sent it to me. <laughs> it's an exact copy of Grand Funk Railroad, only yeah. in C sharp. Right. <laughs> it's exactly the same song. I thought I wrote something great, and then like day, days later, without even listening to it, was like showering, like, ah, oh, did I fucking ah? Oh. And it ended up being Grand Funk. Like I knew it immediately. Like, I've had yeah. so many times, me and Pat. Just been playing you know, me, Pat, and Josh in my living room. This is years ago. Would play something where shit faced, stone, whatever, mostly shit faced, and we would uh, we'd be like, "This is so good! This is so good!" And we'd record. We're like, "All right, man, in the morning we'll work on that more." We'd wake up and it was like two shit. fucking notes. <laughs> it's like the worst thing ever. It wasn't, even, good, right? it wasn't even hitting in time, right? We're like, "Oh, we were, you know." Awful. Was, yeah. I was, I was, but it's awful. funny when you're in the, you were all right. I was off. When you're in the moment, <laughs> you always the simple you always, side. You always think it's, it's so the whole drum side yeah. Things fall apart. So anyway, I think this whole thing stemmed from uh, the Sabbath thing that we kind of did. And uh, I have said for years, I want to put this on the record, have this recorded for later use when I'm gone, that this has been said that Leo is one of the, the and I'm not just saying this is because I he's a friend of mine, but I think he's one of the better guitar players style-wise and how he puts his own influence on how he does things and how he can do things his own way. He knows this a hundred times. I don't like the style of his music. I don't listen to it, but I think he's very, he does it very well. I love your voice, but that's compul- I'm not even into that because we're going to fight about how much I like your voice. But that aside, you are a player and a half, and I want the world to know. And they know now that we did the Sabbath thing a little bit and there's some videos out there, but just hearing you, actually, it's funny. As he was upstairs... I even said to Dave, he's cutting limes, and I, I, I just stopped. I go, I said, dude, just listen to him. Like, he's tuning, and he's fucking shredding right yeah. now. It sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh, thank you. Well, and I, I'm I not trying to, you know me, I, I, if I can shit on you, I will. But, <laughs> but I, I can't help but say how, how I, I just, the fact that I get to play with you, I'm just excited well, about. I think we're having a time. I really do appreciate that, though. I'm not singing in your fucking band, though. That's fine. It's not my band A in our band. But we'll and we'll cross that bridge when we write <laughs> after the music's written. We'll, we'll get to that whole aspect of life because that's a whole other can of worms at, about bringing this in and that and whatever else. And we'll see what happens. But I, it doesn't matter. Um, Dave, who I've watched play for years, uh, 
is not in his main project anymore, which was Pilot, which has ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it actually we started this while that was still going on, which we haven't done anything with it because we we're busy. Well, fair enough. We're all in. This is a true side project. We all have other projects going on. Correct. Whether you know, I know you and Trees don't play. But you got to play more now than ever. Mm. Uh, not ever, let's say, but more now than in the last few years that I've known you. Yeah. Well, it, we go through spurts of creativity, and it, it's it's something. And I will say this about. I mean, I'll let me talk about the trees for a minute. The thing about the trees that I will always love is, and I hope is, if we all stay in the area, I think it's one of these things that I've learned over the years. Like I've been frustrated with it, I've been really happy with it. But the thing about the trees that that I think I will always have is this idea that it's so loose ended that there's no driving force in it, that we never get burned out. But if we do it enough, every time we do it, even if it's just every now and then, it's enough excitement that we feel that we want to keep it going. And that's why I feel like like so many people get burned out in so many different projects and bands because there's this pressure to either be good or make the money or this or that. First of all, we don't play for money in the trees. Second off, we all have busy lives. We just literally do it. I've finally got them on board with the idea of not having vocals which I love the idea because I think that makes us different than most things that I hear or they hear, most people hear. I've never known the trees with vocals. Yeah. Marissa was vocal. Well, yes, years. but she had left you guys before yeah. I hadn't even met her, but before I met you. And as good as I thought she was, personally, I've heard people tell me on the other side of that that they liked us better without her. Because once you have a vocal, it doesn't matter what that vocal is, male, female, whatever, that voice... Is something that some people, even regardless of the lyric or what it is or how, some people will be turned off and some people will say it is what it is or it's, it's not great or it's a filler, it's this, that. But there's always an opinion now on something else. Where with music, you can just let it speak for itself. Either you like what's happening or you don't. What do you consider the trees? As far as a style? Yeah. I've been asked that so many times. Dave really tried to tell me shoegaze. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe it that time. No, I mean, it could be psychedelic shoegaze. Well, no, yeah, I think I think it's close. I think it could be. If he, they could play with shoegaze bands. Yeah, you fit in. There's definitely a psychedelic aspect to it, regardless of your guys' drug use or not, which you know is part of it uh, in, in in psychedelic rock. But I don't. I feel like you guys could fit right into that for sure, because there is some moments. Like Dave was saying, where it's re- it's, it, it could be like a religious type experience, because it is, uh, I don't want to say droning in a negative way, but droning in a way where you can get tranced. Well, it's funny you say that, because I actually explained, this is when I did my final plea to not try to have vocals, and I, I actually, I sat the guys down and said, look, I said, I said, this is what I, what I would say from the, like, I said, if I was on the outside, I said, I'm trying to remove myself from the situation as being in demand. I said, but on the outside looking in, I said, there's not every song, but there's certain songs that we have that are nine, ten minutes long. I said, but at some point, you start to get into this groove because it is droning and it goes on forever. But you kind of lose track of time and you're sitting there you're like, okay, I kind of yeah. like this. But then a few minutes later, you're like, all right, well, how, how long has this been going on? You know, like you, you lose yourself in the song, and that's what I I love that aspect of our music is you can get lost. Well, in yeah, it. but so I mean that's why I feel like you have an aspect of the, of psychedelic. Like oh, I am not gonna lie, but I 100 percent think that that's true. And the reason I mean, you really could even get into you could play with doom bands if you wanted to. You could play stoner rock if you wanted to with, with them. You know, what I mean, I wouldn't categorize you guys as that, but like no, the same way that you know, we're not heavy by any means. No, but you are. You, there are moments of that. 
Wow. It's blues-driven. Uh, you know, there's moments that it does break into something pretty heavy. I think the reason the trees works. This is my last comment. We'll move on from this. But the the reason the trees. <laughs> I don't want to talk about. The reason the trees works so well is because Josh and I listen to such different. Like we have, there's probably five bands that we both really like together. Outside of that, our influences are so different. So if we listen to the same music, which is why I think this project's going to be interesting. Because we do listen to different things. And I think that's good for a band. If everybody loves the same four bands together, it's their four favorite bands, you're either going to end up being a cheap ripoff of those bands, if you want to be or not. Or you're all going to be into this one characteristic idea of how you're going to make something sound. With me and Josh, it's coming from such separate worlds. You know, my entire basis of everything is 70s. The Sabbaths, well, the six, seven, the Sabbaths, the Zeppelins, the Tools, the 90s. Like, and Josh is like, when I met Josh, he told me, literally, he says to me, he goes, I don't listen to music that's not, I only listen to acoustic songwriters. I don't listen to anything other than that. And I'm like, what? I'm like, but don't you like sounds? Surprisingly, that's what he listens to. Yeah, I know, I know that. And he likes sad boy music and he likes rah rah riot stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, I, know. I know two Doom bands. It's Red Desert and Sleep. <laughs> because, <laughs> because he showed you Sleep and I showed you Red Desert. Well, fair enough. I mean, I really don't know. Any, I'm, I'm diving into this world like trying to understand it. But I really, I don't really care. I just want to play on top heavy of that, blues rock. On top of that, we shouldn't even say that it's... Right. It might not even end up being Doom. No, I mean... I, it's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we're, we have an idea of what we're thinking of. But, like, if it's not that, it's not the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, we kind of know what we're trying to... I mean, that, but I don't... That's the thing. Is like, I don't want to put labels on everything and saying it's going to be this or going to be that because then, you know, you get set in your ways. I don't want to be set... I, you know, I don't want to be set in any... I don't, I don't want to know what's happening. <laughs> ever. I want to be... In my own life, let alone in a band, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Um, so I've been teasing lately about the idea of uh, these... My three last posts on Instagram... Oh, your birthday? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, no, we made a big commitment to that. Yeah. Yeah. Put a, put a real... Well, and that's real the thing. You guys, you, guys are, you guys are a big part of that. I know. Uh, you put a, you put are a, we talking about us? Put yes. a gun to our head. We're playing at my birthday. December? Yes. Yeah, so we have to get our shit together before that, for sure. Yeah, we have six months. Oh, that's good. Yeah. We have plenty of time. It's just... But uh, well, we haven't played in nine. But we but exactly we haven't played in six months. Right, well, we need we need a reason, I suppose. So if there's shows before that, I'm not going to say no. I'm going to be happy. What shows? You... <laughs> no, no, I'm saying. Let's worry about songs first. No, no, I'm saying I'm saying like in the next two months, you know, something happens, and we just fucking get off an hour of music out of nowhere, and we, you know, we do this vocal thing that works, and this and that, and the next thing you know, it's like, well, I'm not going to say we can't play a show till my birthday. It's not about me with that. Huh? So you can real overzealous with how this is going to work out. Well, well that's good optimism, but I like it. Also, uh, I want some realism as well. Can somebody? Let's just while you're sitting here being negative about it, somebody, get, somebody get the music on lines, please. Get, lines are cut. I'm going to go get it. All. Um, but yeah, no, my my uh, <coughs> yeah, my 40th I'll birthday. I'm having I'm having people hopefully come in from all over the country. Uh, I'm making this a big deal. Uh, what you guys need to know is it's going to be five dollars at the door. Neither of you are getting paid for anything you're doing that night. I want to be paid. So, <laughs> uh, don't get me anything because your your services are going to be enough. That's what I'm saying. Okay. 
Do I have to pay the five dollars? No, you don't have to pay to go. No, <laughs> no. So I talked to Nate uh, Offerdahl, who owns what's going to be a West Side Bowl in the basement. I've already booked and everything. And I said, he said, so uh, what are we going to do? Like, are we going to charge a cover? Are you going to have like this, that? Like, how many bands? I said, well, I'm going to be playing in three different bands that night. He goes, okay. And I said, I'm going to charge $5 to get in. He goes, okay. And I said, and I'm going to take all the money myself. He goes, it's your birthday crap. You want to, I get it. And I said, me and you are going to go to like three shows. And he goes, you and me? I said, yeah, Nate, Nate. Sounds like a great idea. Nice. <laughs> so we'll see if that goes through or not. But yeah, we'll see. I mean. Nate's so fun to talk to about things because every band that I grew up worshiping, he saw because he's he's old he's a, he's that much older enough to me that they were still. Now is he though? Because he's probably pretty close to your age. No, no, he no, can't. no, no. He's like he's like mid fifties, I think. How are you? I'm mid fifties, motherfucker. So, well, so he's probably split the middle between me and. Well, how old are you? Thirty. One coming up on thirty two. Yeah, I'm thirty one. You kind of almost you almost split the middle between you're the middle gap between me and Nate. Yeah, yeah. yeah but like I mean, he's seen, he saw Nirvana. You know, he saw Alice right? in Chains. Oh. Yeah, he's. I mean, and he's telling me, and I'm just like, man, what's the, what was the? And, he's, and he's, he's like, you know, man. In all honesty, he's like, I know that that's your thing. You're gonna. He's like, when it was going, he'll agree with me that in his opinion, in my opinion, that Lane Staley is the greatest vocalist of all time. And a lot of people would say that that's hogwash, but that's fine. That's I wouldn't a, again, say the word hogwash, but I would say no. <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's an opinion, and it is what it is. All right, wait, who's, are we all attending Frog Song? I'll be there. We're playing. You're playing. I'm playing in... That's the uh, day before my vacation. You're playing with Hayden. Well, but we're not, though. What happened was she didn't, she couldn't book all the bands that she wanted to or the bands that were requested. So they're booking it as, oh, I, we, we, she put us in a group chat, like, saying, like, would it be all right if I just combined you guys in one group? Or uh, we want to do Leo right. songs, we want to do right. she told Hayden me songs, we want to do Ohio songs, but can we bill you as one group and give you one time slot because you guys play together commonly? So we are, I am doing Leo and Dead Box stuff. That's, and that's, I'm doing Ohio stuff and I'm doing, or Ohio or whatever and uh, <laughs> you're in the band you should know what the name I know is. but I, I'm also oh. dyslexic and I can't pronounce stuff and I feel like what that's is spelling the, that means you can't read it doesn't do with pronouncing the, words the, 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 I want to I say it the way it's written and oh, it's also like spelled well they did yeah stupid. you know you know artists are they, yeah. gotta, they gotta make things like they can't just you know well his name's Hayden so I want to say Ohio but I don't know what the fuck cause like I don't know I don't know why why why'd you do that Hayden <laughs> <laughs> Answers. Call us in now when you hear this and be like, just give us the answer, man. Why, why the fuck you right. uh, But either way, uh, but you're going. You're not playing, obviously. No, I'll be there, but that's the first day of my family vacation, but I'm leaving the next morning on Sunday. I, like to, I talked about this. I said, if you want, you to, go want me to go with you. You want to go to the beach? You want to go to the Outbacks? What they, what, uh, I don't dumb. know if I can. I, I hate the fire. I don't think I can. What? Give me, listen, I love I Vegas. Knew, you didn't like, expect him to say something like that? Something brooding about the beach? Have you been in my house? What is it? What do you, what is it? This house is a vampire house. I know. There's no sun ever. Speaking of vampire house, this is the only house I've been attacked by bat in. Yeah. That was a fun night. <laughs> was it? Uh, was it? Yeah, it was a fun night. We, yeah. we argued the entire way home about Zeppelin, and... Uh, what was it was the stupidest conversation what was a better Zeppelin song and I'm like he's drunk I'm like sit on the couch I'm gonna make you something he's like yeah I'm hungry do it so he's just rambling and another thing you were saying this and you were saying and this. another thing <laughs> and, and, and I and I 
I flick on the light in my kitchen and there's a bat just swirling. I'm like, I'm it's dry. It's three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, that's a fucking bat in the house. So I just come out nonchalant. He's like, he's like, ah. I'm like, there's a bat in the house. He goes, you know, you said a lot of shit tonight to try to get. He's like, but you really want me to think right now? There's a fucking bat in the house. I, so I, I hear me. I go like this. I go, all right. So I walk back in the kitchen. I start making food. He walks in. He goes, oh, there's a bat in the house. I was like, yeah, man. He's like, what are you gonna do? It like swooped my head first. I hate your impression on me. That's I think it's pretty good. It's grotesque. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> I think it's this impression of everybody. I don't know. It's like you're all just simple white people. I don't. know. What do you want me to do? Like, what are you? What are you? Oh, you're the white kid on the oh, corner. No. I'm the same thing, but I'm, you're, I'm, you're, not, you're not doing yeah, impressions you of me. It like you wasn't. <laughs> you said you got. Look, first you off, guys. first off, look at me. I'm whiter than both of you. Clearly, literally, physically. That's very true. Because we have Italian. And we like the beach. <laughs> Sorry, you have Italian. Yeah. That's, that's your fault, not mine. It's no, it's not my fault. My parents. <laughs> it's my parents' fault, right? Yeah. Uh, what were we. Yeah, so the beach, that's what we're talking about. But yeah. Uh, you're going to the beach right after that. All right, well, that's. Yeah. For like four or five Oh, weeks, I was checking my calendar. Early. I don't think I can. My point with the yeah, beach is I like it. Like I love. I've, I've fallen in love with Vegas because I think it's a grimy place. It's great. When you come back for a couple days. Probably like on Friday or something. I won't stay. Well, Conquer is the 22nd. Is that the next weekend? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll be back for that. Uh-huh. What's that? Is there a farm? Oh. Uh-huh. Really? I believe so. Yeah, and they're doing Conquer 15 again this year on Planet. But like at their farm? The Conquer should be at the farm as far as I know. Okay. I'm there for that. Have you been there? I've never been there. Oh, see. That's, and that's going to be huge. You came last year. No. Yeah. I came, yeah, because we played. I'll tell you oh, what. you were the only band that you were really the only band scheduled to play, right? Or well, your no, last band no. that scheduled to play? Well, because Joe kind of mentioned, you said that Joe mentioned, like, hey, if the trees can come, it'd be great because we want to record a little bit for them. That's what Which it was. the music video that the trees made, that was the, the, the audio from that was from that night. Did you guys play like in the attic or something? Well, I'll well, say that's this. The barn, the barn the upstairs of the barn is the, the area that okay. we, we, an indoor, that's the indoor area they have that we use. So it's not an attic, but yeah, it when is. people show up. Well, last year was the first year they did it. Okay. But there uh, was people everywhere. Well, it was mainly outside, you know. Oh, okay. It's more like a commune. We, we played it Sunday night at like you know, 10 o'clock. There's people playing guitar Somewhere. all over. There'll be a po- pocket playing by a fire. There'll be a pocket down camping in their tents playing music. And then there'll be people inside playing music. It, it, it's it's just there's, there's people everywhere yeah, to play music. And it's you not organized. It's just jamming. And ah, it's, but it's their so set organized. was organized. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You know, in all honesty, Joe and uh, Steven really pushed for it more than anything. They asked me a couple times. Oh, Fernandez. Fernandez, yeah. And they were really, they were real Steve. Okay, I never saw No, I didn't know. I didn't know. They, they, uh, they really pushed for it. I will say this, though. Uh, and this was, what was very cool was like upstairs when we did play, which like you said, our music is very psychedelic. Absolutely, I agree with it. They had like the lights off, this and that. And there was all these like, their friends that are these young hippie girls who've never heard us before. And Joe, I just heard Jason like, hey, these guys are playing, you, you, you'll probably... So, like, the first song starts, and there's ten people upstairs. Well, by the time we got to our second song, there's probably, I don't know, 40, 50 people up there. People sitting in, on the ground, cross applesauce. There was all these, these girls who were just, like, swaying and, like, loving the music. We got done, they're like, we don't know who you are, where you came from, but that was fucking awesome. I was, you went down, I'm like, feel good. I mean... To, his ego, sure. to, no, no, to move, <laughs> listen, to move somebody that doesn't know you. Serious, I'm, I'm being serious. To, to move someone who doesn't know you and say, because this is what's even crazier. And Josh even said, Josh, like, 
hates credit more than anything. But he was at Homestead like a week later because the girls live in the area. You know? yeah. So he's at Homestead and this girl comes up to him and she goes, are you one of the members of the Flying Trees? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. She's like, you don't know me, but I saw your set at Conkles a couple weeks ago. She's like, that was the best show I've been to in like two years. And John, I was like, I was like, what? I said, we even have our own equipment. I said, oh, we didn't even use our own amps for this and that. He's like, dude, he's like, you want to talk about making my hair stand up a little bit? And Josh never says anything about anything. He was very like, yeah. this is cool. It's definitely one of the weird things, man. Like whenever we broke up as a band and I walked into Westside Bowl that night and it was like the big uh, West Fest or whatever, that was like the first time I'd been out in public since we officially announced like the band was breaking up. Yeah. I had like four people walk up to me, no fucking clue who they were, asking me about why the band broke up. I'm like, I don't even know who you are. Like I know a lot of people yeah. in the Youngstown music scene, right. like that are like fans or like yeah, you know, people are just go to shows in general, yeah. and they were just like, "What happened? What happened?" And I, after like the third person, I'm like, "Did people actually care about this shit? What the hell?" You guys were very loved, and it yeah. was great for the time period that it happened. Yeah, it's, period. It's just weird. weird I mean, it was it was great. Um, I was happy to be part of it. Really, very very happy to be part. Of it. That was one of the fa- some of my favorite shows I've ever played were shows with you guys. Yeah, we had a top ten for sure. It was a good time. I have like specific shows in my head, like uh, Canadian Pilot was great. Oh yeah, that was a fun night. Canadian Pilot down was at the federal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but it was um, Sunday too, I think. Or no, that no. was no, that was a playing upstairs at um at Westside Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, me and me and uh, Ben because I was on the other. We were getting wrapped up in court. We were laughing hysterically. Uh, the first show I think I played with you guys. Well, not t- technically the first show I played with you guys was um, was at Homestead on the ground. Yeah, that's a blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then even leading up to that that that, that fucking weird winery show. Yeah, Hubbard. We were just talking about that because that was the one that you guys were like, uh, "Hey, uh, like, well, why don't you play a couple?" Of, I'm like, "I know songs." Well, they played a couple. Right? I played. Like, stepped up. Yeah, you played like two or three of us. Yeah. Yeah. And then two, yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't that many. That was blast. And then I think right after that we played Freed Fest. And I think I played almost the whole set, if not the whole set. I think you did the first. So maybe that was technically the first. I don't know, but yeah, I don't. I can probably count them all. They were all. I I don't think we ever played a bad one while I was in the band. It was, and I'm not saying it's because of me. I think I just got I hit it. You guys were on a stride. You were writing the new material, and I happened to join at a good time. Whiskey Pilot was a great flash in the pan. If it was actually long, but I enjoy I, and for not obviously stylized again. Nothing that I overly listened to, but I, what I enjoyed about what you guys did so well was you had a live energy that was very something that I don't even know if I could write to do. Like I know, and, and Jack and me talk about this all the time. Like his music is like yeah, fist well, pumping and, and like you're up and down and everything. Like my thing is this. Just that slow head sway. Like, that's what I listen to. But it's like, I've tried to even write at times things that are more up-tempo or just a little bit of popular. It's just, it's, as of now in my life, it's still not in. It's not my style either. No, it's not. I no, would, no, no. I'm not saying it's not my style. I'm saying I don't think I can physically I do it. I would say. No, well, that's the thing. I was, just, I was there trying to conform. Like, I'd write pieces and I'd look at Jack and he'd be like, no, I don't like that too. Blues rock. That's too Lucero. I'm like, who, yeah, who, right. who, who hates blues? Jack. No, I know he hates blues. I know he does. Then we, we would talk about it. I go, yeah, you're right. I'm trying to like, conform to this whiskey pilot thing because I don't, I don't necessarily write or play music like that. But I like being in their band specifically. Rock, yeah. Specific no. shit rock. It's garage shit rock, like punk. You guys rock. played it off that you were just con whatever, but when you guys had, I think your attitude. When, when you had your fucking punk rock. When you had your moments live. 
where everything was going well and everybody was on. Yeah. It was one of my favorite projects for oh, sure. Well, the I still, one show didn't go well. Oh, there's a lot of shows. No, when I, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking when I was in the band, the, uh, the, the, was this the birdfish shirt thing? No, yeah. That um, was the one where, oh, what do you mean? That was fine. It just might have been some drama. We just, that's the we hatches. basically got booed off stage in a drunken stupor. I wasn't wearing a shirt anymore. I was the smoking cigarettes on stage. Then, yeah, I know, but that's not the point. It didn't go well. Well, our peers were not happy we, with we us. Just, we did talk about this on the podcast. I mean, I I enjoyed the fact that that happened. That made it very whiskey pilot. Yeah, but but other than that, everything went off without a hitch besides that one. Yeah, yeah. I still say one of my favorite shows is it was recorded. Somebody recorded a show at uh, what was the uh, the Ukrainian benefit? That's on YouTube. I have a really good picture. I think I sent of you guys. Just, just a picture <laughs> of you guys. Like I don't know, it came out perfect. I think I sent it to the whole group. Yeah. But yeah, from that. So, one thing I did want to say is uh, we're drinking Crown Premier right now, which is whatever. Uh, this is very good, by the way. I don't mind it. I love Mexican beers. The only Mexican beer that I don't really like. Well, I don't like, I don't like, I hate Dos Equis. I can, I can see that. And I don't like, uh, I, like Dos Equis. I don't mind it. Was it Soul or Sal or what is it? I know what you're talking about. I've never had that. It has, it leaves this, like the cheap mezcal where it has that like greasy film it leaves on your teeth and it's disgusting. I'm going to tell you right now, Corona is better in a can than the bottle. I'll say this, when I was in, most I, beer is better. I, well, I, I disagree with that. It depends on what we're talking depends about. Depends on the beer. But Heineken is not better in a can. I think it is too. I think any of the light ball. I don't like the skunky with the let yeah. the light filament come through. I'm not. I don't like. No, it. no, no. I said Heineken's better. Any type of Heineken is better in a bottle, not a can. No, it can. I no, I'm saying it. it's better in a bottle. I'm and disagreeing I'm, with you. I know. Oh, okay. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. <laughs> we can have differing opinions. No, no, I thought you thought that you. I was saying the same thing as you. I didn't. I don't think no. I ever had Heineken in a can. Heineken uh, light even in cans. Do you cans remember, do you remember they used to have the little? They called them Heine cakes. They were little yeah. cake shaped yeah. cans. Oh, okay, yeah. No, they no. weren't little. They were like they were, they were pretty girthy actually. They were like beefy. Twelve. <laughs> 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 I say the word girthy. We fucking kick like girls. schoolgirls. That's uh, funny. Having fun. I need another beer, by the way. I'm, I'll get to that. You want you want a girthy? I don't know. I you know maybe I want to drink a couple beers on a Sunday afternoon. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me one too. Uh, but yeah, about these beers. So here's the thing that I've, you know, the guy who puts a lime in everything he drinks. We're drinking those, and I, I, I know this is going to sound dumb, but I'm Mr. Connoisseur of the lime with the beer. But Pink is a brand of limes, and they're the best. A lot of limes that you get are really rough, and they're like, the, the, the texture on the outside of the skin it's like it's almost like your, your fucking nutsack after you you're cold and it's all shriveled up and it's hard as a rock. Freshly shaved, cold nutsack. These, if you even feel the texture on that, it, it's, it the, the skin. <laughs> he is he is he's touching the lime, ladies and gentlemen. He's not touching the lime with nutsack his right now. Like a, like the skin of these is very <laughs> it's very thin, and I think it has a lot to do with the flavor of the actual lime. I, I'm being honest. I love these limes. I got my neighbor on him big time. He's, he's sold now. He's like, you're right. He's like, you get the best limes. Where do you get pink limes at? Well, I, I go to the giant... The you giant want to these the fondle while you're sitting yeah. here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Oh, man. I'm okay. Um, Was that your serious question you had to ask? No, but I want to ask you something serious. Man. Okay, what's up? Well, I'll wait till he gets back. But until then, we're going to talk about... I told Dave Lynn the other day 
we were on a way to see a Guardians game. My favorite guitar player of all time. Really? Wow. Okay. I think uh, Dave uh, is not even not even Youngstown local. I think that he would be in my. He's definitely in my top ten, probably top five. So I was. It's funny you said it. I was just at practice the other night, and we were talking about Dave, and I said my favorite aspect of Dave on guitar is the idea that Dave is definitely a jazz guy as far as what he listens to, what he's into. Yeah. But Dave could listen to anything. And he could conform to that style and play within that style. I've seen him play with whiskey pot. Like nobody I've ever seen before can do. Yeah. Very he, story. He stepped in. Oh, I was there. He, I did, he did the Canadian show. Yeah. I, no, it wasn't a Canadian show. Yes, it was. No, because I played the Canadian show. I think he did. It was the show after the Canadian show. Oh, he I'm did that. Right now. It was a Sunday show. He, with, uh, he did that too. But no. I, guy from Chicago. The guy from Chicago. I have a video James of Walker. it, and I wasn't in the band. He didn't play the Canadian show. I was in the band. The guy band. from Chicago was at the federal show. We did two in a row. One was a Canadian pilot, one was a different okay, one. Okay, well, what, it was at the Federal, and the guy from Chicago was there. Yeah, it was okay. not the Canadian oh, I'm sorry. Okay, it was a different fucking show at the same fucking place, apparently. Yeah, that's all I was saying. You don't have to get upset about it. <laughs> uh, do I look upset? I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if I've been upset in a long But anyway, uh, I told Dave that yes. Led Zeppelin three My favorite. is your favorite album. Yeah. And he told me... He would fight you if he heard you say that lie. Oh, I'll tell him. <laughs> tell him his fucking face. It is the best Zeppelin album. He goes, how you can't say his opinion. Oh, his favorite yep. album is Appetite for Fucking Destruction. That's also So he can, you know what? <laughs> he might be one of my favorite guitar players, but he's fucking dead wrong when it comes to Zeppelin. Uh... He said, and I think, I, and, I, and I, I took a lot of consideration, because everybody usually well, says, like one or, everybody says one or two. Oh, and he, and I he, a lot of people would say four. His big thing, he, he, he's definitely a two guy for him. Two used to be my favorite for a long time. When I was then, you, up. then you grew up. I grew up. <laughs> I grew up, Dave. It's time you grow up, Dave. No, turn. Uh, take. Put the Zelda down. What I like about, up. and this is a popular opinion. What I like about three is uh, there's elements of folk, there's elements of blues, there's elements of hard rock. Uh, Since I've been loving you, will show you everybody's extent of their talent. You have some of the craziest slow riffs from Jimmy Page and some of the craziest solos. You have John Paul Jones playing bass and his organ parts are, are pristine. Uh, John Paul Jones is really holding it down, just like straight up in the pocket and then going crazy. And then Robert Plant screaming and then singing soft. It shows you the extent of their entire catalog in one song. And that's just one of their whatever, like a five minute song on that album. That song alone can change your opinion about the album, not to mention that there's multiple folk songs with Slide. Um, there's multiple songs, like uh, the radio hits, like um, like Immigrant Song, that just go off. They were writing a guitar solo in the, in the original version. He, he actually said that, too. He says, what, is it Immigrant Song? Is that, is that what does it for him? I'm like, well, no, that's a good it's, song. No, it's actually my least listened to. I probably yeah. skip it most of the time because it is over-listened. I love the song. I think but, it, the, the uh, problem with Zeppelin is there's, they're so good at there's so many good songs. I think a song that gets very overlooked, and, I'm, and I know it's one of your favorite songs. I love Tangerine, not yeah. just, not just Zeppelin. Yeah. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, Tangerine is. I absolutely love that yeah. song. No, I mean, and they go to what they go hang out in a, a cottage in 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 the country for like a month, write an album with no electricity, and then record it with that in in that cottage, and, and then like that's what they do in their way. Robert Plant's twenty years old, you know. Uh, I mean, it's just amazing that they grew beers and just fucking hung out in the woods and wrote songs together. Probably smoked a bunch of weed. Like, that's a great album. How bored are you with this conversation? No, I'm not bored. I like Zeppelin. I just couldn't tell you a single fucking song name. 
But she knows the song is obviously. I, I, I've hung around both of you long enough. Yeah, I know the song. <laughs> I, He's not a big Zeppelin guy either, though, huh? Me? Yeah, you are you? I mean, what? I feel like you always poo-poo me on the Zeppelin stuff. No, what are you... Is that even... No, I'm a big... I, I mean, look, when it comes to... I think Sabbath is like the first four albums are... If I believed in anything, that's, that's my religion. Because I think the soul of... Most of the music that I've ever loved came after that. Uh, and if it wasn't for that, but here's the thing, and that's the other thing you can I, say is like if it wasn't for that, it would have been somebody else, I, and it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have sounded the same. But there would have been something. Now, but that's know, what it was. I think everyone that knows me knows my feelings on Sabbath. Well, I'm obsessed. I love them very much. Uh, I grew up on it. I mean, we did the Sabbath project. I don't feel like it's I, I feel like the, the same thing we were talking about. No, what I'm saying is the same way we were talking about. Uh, Tyler Childers and what's the guy you saw? Zach Bryan. Zach yeah. Bryan. Zach Bryan. Uh, 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 that first <laughs> album, that first album that Sabbath did, where they were doing their the best they could to copy Led Zeppelin. I know. We, you've told me this. I mean, there are so many similarities in the solos and the notes and the, even the stuff that Tony and we did. And I don't mean to disrespect them at all. Like I said, I still enjoy uh, uh, Zach Bryan and all those guys. But like, it, it is it is so derivative of the other thing. I don't think that if without Zeppelin pushing through to the mainstream, you would have Sabbath, Sabbath right. on that level where they pushed into the start and they would probably be a band we didn't know. I think that Led Zeppelin opened the door for those heavier bands and it showed those bands and they wanted to be them so they did stuff just like them. It could be and they were from not the same area but the same country and, not the, country. and, and the, the UK is huge. The fucking Brits I mean, were doing everything back then. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, we were coming out of the, the uh, what call British invasion you know, you're on the tail end of it. Zeppelin was the first band out to sell the Beatles. Most overrated band of all time. Whiskey Pop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most overrated band of all time? Um, oh, geez. There's a lot of bands I, I don't like. That yeah, I'm, obviously, bands that are huge is what I'm getting at. Bands that were nationwide. Like, let's go with I like, mean, I hate, I hate The Who. Hate? Yeah. I, I think Pete Townsend's a cocksucker. <laughs> well, he's, he's in the little boys, so you have something going on. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real um, thing. I mean, no, I don't know. Uh, I can't think at the moment. I'm sure I have an opinion on that. I mean, I thought Kiss was well, no, terrible. You, yeah. I, I thought Kiss was... I mean, they were the first... You know they were so bad, their first album, that they literally went in the studio and they, they, they told people what they wanted their songs to sound like because they, they, they weren't good enough to play their own instruments. Their first album, they don't play their own instruments. Are we talking about bands like back then? Well, in general, anything. Most, yeah. That's hard. I, I mean, I... A lot of overrated bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't even. Yeah, it's hard for me. I never got on. I never got into Van Halen. I never understood. I never understood the stigma around Van Halen being so. I understand Eddie Van Halen's. I don't like Van Halen, but I do understand. But I'm saying, as far as their music, it's just so. It's so like lyrically, for most of it, it it is like gimmicky. No, it's horrible. Yeah. You, have yourself, you have to put yourself. You have to put yourself in the time period. I think it was gimmicky and exciting to young people. It's like pop. It was pop. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. With a guitar. Pop with a, well, a guitar, that's all, that's that's all they knew, right? There was nothing yeah, else. I mean, they no, used a the synth, didn't they? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't call them overrated, though. They were, just, they were right for their time, is yeah, the problem. Yeah, you take anything like that. You take the Motley Crue and everything like that. It's God, fucking gimmicky and Fucking shit, Dio, shit. dude. Fucking Ronnie James Dio. You want to tell me about somebody with bad <laughs> lyrics? Ride the tiger. You can see his stripes, but you know he's clean. <laughs> oh, don't you see what I mean? 
Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Charter. What was uh, was that Rainbow in the Dark? Was that yeah. there too? Well, just a rainbow in the dark. <laughs> that cheesy ass. <laughs> do, 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 do. You, you read his lyrics, like, just read it, and you're going to be like, oh, how did this guy actually become a huge fucking success? All you need is catchy riffs, man. It doesn't matter what the fuck you sing. That's all He it didn't is. play an instrument or nothing. No, but did no, he create the devil horns? He claims he did. You think he did? So Gene Simmons says the same thing. We're going to talk about Kiss. Oh, my God. I, hate, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like either of them. So it's like, it's like, who do I hate more? Who do I hate less is what I shouldn't say. He's a cocksucker, too. I never understood why Gene Simmons was so... First off, he's ugly. How did he get so many women? At what point do you take the makeup off? That's what I want to know. Right, (laughs) right. How sweaty is that ugly motherfucker when he's on top of you before he's just dripping cheap makeup on your fucking tits and you're like, this is what I want in life. No, but I don't understand it. There's, I don't a, get it. there's the mystery behind it. Nobody like knew what they looked like. But again, if you're I up there, it, but, a rock star but, and it's contouring his face back. But, but is it yeah. is it me being just me being brash? Me who doesn't care about anything who just would be like, I don't really care what you look like because you suck. Because that's how I would feel. But that, that the whole that whole era didn't matter about sucking. It was image. That was that was like the start of being like. I think the reason they were image. image is because they did suck. They that's, had to have. It's all they had. But, was but it, let's be honest. It's so fucking No, no, I get it. I get it. But, okay, but here's the thing. They were... uh, This is going to sound... Well, fuck it. They were... were, (laughs) I mean, they were a couple of Jewish kids, so they probably had money. So, like, what was their point? I don't know. Was their point to have money? Or was their point to make music that they enjoyed? No, they wanted to make money. That's what I'm saying. They wanted to be famous. I mean, they're known for being, like, one of the most lucrative... They branded everything. You could buy, like, Kiss, like, toothpaste. You know, I heard... I I forget who it was told me that they saw Paul Stanley. And uh, it was when the Kiss dolls came out. This is way before our time. And and this guy wanted to get one for his kid. I forget who it was. A comedian or something I heard do a podcast. And uh, they were, like... These these things were everywhere and this and that and blah, blah. And he was in the studio or something, he saw Paul Stanley, and he knew him, what he thought he said was like, what he thought was well enough to just, the guy would just give him a fucking Paul Stanley doll that, first off, it's not, he's not, he's not losing money, Paul Stanley, but he looks at the kid, he goes, why don't you get your daddy to buy you one of these down at the store, blah, 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 And he's like, at that moment in my head, I was like, you know what, man, I know you got money, I don't even care if you have one on you, but you like literally told my kid I should like leave and go down to the Walmart and buy a fucking action figure that's you. He's like, fuck you, dude. Like, I was like, yeah, fuck that guy. Like, I get it. I would have said the same thing. Like yeah. Oh, this actually, I'm going to a Kiss cover band show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Jurgles. Uh, no, this is why I'm going because it's. Um, Jurgles is a fucking great place. I've never been there. No, the I, would, I would go see. Anything there because that place is fucking sweet. I saw the toadies there; it's one of the best nights of my fucking life. I not. Oh wait, you let me finish. It's, I, I'm sorry. It's, I gotta, it's, I gotta, it's I gotta an eighties non makeup Kiss cover band, and the and and uh, the lead singer is Chris Jericho. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What about another thing? He's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. He's, he's probably, oh, from like the nineties, and he's okay. probably. In all honesty, there's a lot of debate on this topic, but he's probably in all like between. Him on the mic and him wrestling, he's probably the best wrestler. Well, here's the thing. I'm not into wrestling at all. No, I'm not into Chris Jericho. I'm not into especially 80s no-makeup kiss. That's my least (laughs) favorite kiss of all time. 
So yeah, why? The journals is sweet because it's just so interesting. Yeah, I told Brandon about it. He likes no no makeup kiss, and then our buddy Dan likes wrestling, so they want to go. And I was like, I I brought it up because I found the show on Facebook or something. I'm like, I will most certainly go, and then I wanted to see Jurgles. I think my other so guy, I like the bar. The one guy likes the no makeup kiss, and the other guy likes the wrestler. Have you ever perfect. been to Jurgles? Where's this guy? Jurgles uh, is in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. It's a cranberry. Oh, okay. Nice. It is. Great things. It's set up like a roadhouse bar. If you know what that yeah, means, it's, it's 360. Yeah. So if, you, if you're if you above, if you get there early enough, because it's not like you pay for sitting <coughs> upstairs, like a random Thursday. They'll let you go up. So what we did, I went and saw one of my favorite bands from the 90s, the Toadies, me and my best friend from uh, high school. We went up, who I never see daily. Was, I know you're haters, but it was great to see you. Uh, we went up and we, we got there early enough we got chairs right on the railing and listened to the band and got like food ordered and beers just from waitress and we're sitting there looking down it's 360 on top around looking down at a band that I grew up knowing every word every fucking song and it was it was a phenomenal experience if I would go to that like if there was a band playing there that I even even if I thought I liked one song I'd be like you're going to Jurgles I'm going because it's just it's 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 you want to talk about a live venue? It's the live venue. Well, That's you cool. see where I'm going. Then I want to I want to see this place. Also, it, it's so the concept of a of that band is so fucking bizarre. It's going to be people watching the Lord. What you don't oh, know my about? What yeah. you, what I'm, you, I'm, well, I'm expecting dressed up people like yeah. and like they're all going to be like, fucking losers. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> they're going to be losers. Yeah, you're going to be you're going to be around a whole bunch of shitheads who think that they know what music is. That's what you're going to listen. Or to. like wrestling fans, they're funny too. I don't know, like. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah. So I'm going. Yeah. No, I think you should go. I definitely do. Uh, There's something I don't think either of you probably know about me is when I was in my high school band, Fixture, this is probably a lot to do with my hatred for the band Kiss as well, is we actually opened for a Kiss tribute band with the makeup for years. And they were not, like, they were so into the idea of, like, all right, man, like, you guys got the crowd pumped up for us. Like, are they ready for the real thing? I'm just like, you. You're like, these guys are all in their fifties. The real thing, and I'm no. just like, I'm like, dude, where McCoy's. did you go wrong in life? Or now you think this is cool? I just, here. I just want to say this because I love both of you and everything like that. But anybody that gets hyped up about a cover band or a tribute band needs to really oh, check that's interesting because I swear there's a video on YouTube where you're screaming your fucking head off I during am. the fucking Sabbath show. I love front row, motherfucker. It was also the first time you ate mushrooms. I was. I was just balls that night. So was I. That was, again, that was a, that was a very spirit, spiritual experience. But I'm just saying that, again, cover bands, like, you're using someone else's music to try to make money, and it's just... Well, we were doing it. You were fun. doing it for fun, yeah, for friends, in the backyard, and didn't make any money off it. That's different. And you guys didn't take it... You took it seriously enough to make it good, but you didn't make it, like... We're Black Sabbath. No. And like, I'm impersonating Tony Iommi. It was like, no, no like, I'm Leo D'Angelo. No, I'm, I'm, I'm Leo D'Angelo high on mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm try to play no, my guitar. Stop ripping solos. Fuck nah. it. No, killing it, but it was just, yeah. Dude, I still get hard listening to you. I, I watch those videos. I'm like, look at this guy. I'm like, it was, that was, no. And I, you know, honestly, even Dave came up to me after. He's like, dude, he's like, I didn't, I didn't know that you played that. I was like, say it. He's like, he's like, oh, you're a better player than I thought you were. I said, I know, because I don't say it. <laughs> say it, nerd. <laughs> because like he was saying the idea of like, I don't want to make you think that I'm like Dave. I'm I'm a hack. I, I've never claimed to be a music. I'm I'm a hack compared to like anything that you you know. I'm not, you know. And, and I know that. I, I just I think it's positive to know who you are in this world. I mean, I, 
with Dave. This Dave, Dave Lynn. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I no, but he's like, he's like, dude, he's like, by David today. he goes, you all in yeah, no, you're my phone is David. Good. I have trouble. But you have to understand though the fact that that worked out in the way that it did at the time. Dave also took all the credit for where it made him like in the back and says like, yeah, I put that together. That's how he got it done. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, fine like, because I feel like he was integral because he introduced us to Winfield. Winfield. Right. Yeah. And that was great. That was great. It was. It was. It was the whole night. The whole vibe. It was just sweet. It was. It, uh, Winfield was a very intricate part to that. Oh, that he. Yeah. Um, he sounded, and he was, and he was. It wasn't just like. All right, so I don't, you want do you want me to go through them? I'm like he was like, yeah, let's just if we're gonna do it, let's do it right. He was he was into it. Yeah, it was great. He was pushing to, more than anybody to do it again. We wanted to, and it just fell through. But um, I'm not saying it never would again. I'm not putting the no, but you know what? But it, every other weekend there's a fucking tribute show in fucking Youngstown. Well, there wasn't. It, it, it's not fun like that because it, 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 it makes me. I don't want to do like it was lighting in a ball. We did it I'm once. Not. I really think we could do it better. And it was great, but you know I'm not going to sit there and 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 throw my head against the wall because there's a tribute fad going. I'm not trying to say like I'm a hipster either. Like, oh, well, we did it before well, it was cool. First off, you or are whatever. Yeah, I know I am, but <laughs> you, not you actually true. are. Regardless, that has nothing to do with the conversation. But yeah, I, I see your point. But you are a hipster. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I agree with all that, but uh, <laughs> I feel I had a point. I don't want to do. I understand what you're saying. It, 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 I I rather at this point I rather put my energy into something like you said. We're not playing other people's songs. No. We're gonna do that kind of music, no. and I get. I only wanted to do the Sabbath thing to play electric guitar and some heavy shit, and, 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 and be the opposite of my uh, folk persona. And honestly, if I have an outlet for that with us, I rather create. And that, cause that's who I am. First off, I wasn't saying like in the next year. I'm saying like in 20 years, if everybody's still alive, we're like, hey, we should try that one more time. That's what I meant. I'm not saying like we need to think about this next year. I didn't no, mean I like that. You do it in your parents' backyard again under the same conditions. I will say this. In all honesty, I know I've already talked, and not that Nate's probably going to listen to this, but I the, the coolest thing about that entire experience to me was I woke up in the morning, and Dorian fucking cracked me up. I get done playing. He's like, all right, dude. He's like, you said you were going to be good. I was going to like, yeah, I had a lot to think about. I got the show done. Fucking ate mushrooms. Everybody went to bed. Me and Dorian stayed by the fire. All night, never went to bed. I woke up in the morning. We had a tower left. Woke up in the morning. Show was great. All the bands are great. Everybody else, just love everywhere. And I get a text from Nate Offerdahl, and he says, all right, man, you know I got to ask, how was Cornerpalooza? And I was like, dude, I had like 100, there was like 120 people. Like, there was more than that for that part. Yeah. yeah. There, like, there, I, was, I think there it, was a few hundred people there. There yeah. could have been, if you watch, look at that crowd, watch those I videos. Know. If it wasn't, you don't it wasn't even, so dark. You, you can't see. even see everybody. Right. Yeah, so and it looks so like there's over 200 but people. But I said, there. I said there was 100. People showed up just at the end for that Sabbath thing and then dispersed. Right. Yeah. I told him, I said, dude, I had over 100 people in the back of my parents' house surrounded by cornfields. Jumping up and down and screaming lyrics of Black Sabbath with glow sticks on their fucking heads. And he and he and he, and he, and he texts me back and goes, "That's the coolest thing." I've ever <laughs> yeah, told right. my life. I was like, and I had I literally the guy seen all my favorite bands. To hear him say that, he's like, he's like, dude, that's the coolest thing. He's like, that's no, so it was cool. fucking rad, dude. Yeah. And I, like I said, I think we could perform it better. I don't think we did bad. No, but, but you know, I think well, we had the yips a little bit. It was our first time. I think I think I know personally, I could perform it better. And I had a, a pedal misfunction, like song two. Yeah. But again, lightning in a bottle, man. It was just, yeah, it was unreal. You know, Jackson put his seal on it, and I trust his opinion when it comes to Sabbath. He's a big Sabbath fan. He's a fan. huge Sabbath fan. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what we bonded on originally until it turned into like bands and records. Well, and but the thing else. is, we take it serious enough to where that's why we also put the kibosh because it's, if, if it's not just like it's something to us, it, we, we hold something like that at a standard to where if you're going to do something like that, if it's not so good, why are you even doing it? So that was our whole idea of. Yeah, it's not gonna be good. Yeah, because it's not gonna. That's why we didn't do the second one because our right. practices were falling through, and if we're not gonna do it better than the first, then why bother? Exactly. Exactly. All right. So one serious question. Oh, oh, I'm gonna ask. I thought we did that. I thought that was a Sabbath. Yeah. I mean, Sabbath is. <laughs> is this is you asking as a collective, or I'm gonna ask you both, and you, whoever wants to go first, you're both gonna look and be like, no. Is then we're gonna move on. But well, then why ask. are we even doing it? Was there a moment in time? in life through an experience through uh, an age through puberty through something good that happened something bad that happened where you started to say to yourself there was like a, a moment that clicked and you said this is who I am and this is what I'm going to be I don't, I don't mean like occupation wise I mean like who you were as a person when you, when you realized who you were from child to an actual functioning adult Lee was like, I'm still a child. No, it's, it's, it's ever changing for me. I, 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 no, no, I'm not. I hope no so. I, I hope everybody's like, doing that. There's no boom moment. No, I, you know, I've had some boom moments. Yeah, maybe some, but there's not. I, there's not one distinct moment that was like, I'm gonna be this now. Right? Maybe. Uh, I, mean, I, don't, for some I, don't, people, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Because I, I can uh, think of a few. Have, you have guts. Yeah, I mean, probably my most recent one was like the most, like I don't know, most enlightening one. I was probably it was around 27 like I mean that was like the age like you think about all the big you're watching so hold on you're 31 now 31 now so, and so like you were 20 four, yeah 27 okay. yeah, so I was a couple years into the band like just graduated from PT school you know just started my career and I was kind of in this point where it's like you kind of get like I don't know like from five years old to 26 <coughs> it was just like or 25 you know I was like just school, 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 school. Like everything was just like ever changing every year. You got a different class, you got a different teacher, you got different friends, you got all this different stuff happening. And then finally, like I said, I came to Youngstown, I moved, um, met the band kind of through random happenstance. That's a whole other story. I think we already talked about that. Um, but then through all that, like I said, around 27, there was like that moment where I think like, I don't know. I feel like that's the weird number. Like that's the number like with Cobain. That's the number with Amy Winehouse. Yeah, that's so, like, I'm getting shivers. The, the twenty-seven right? club is like a real thing. So, and I don't know if just because I knew about that, like there's that moment. But I think there's like a weird growing moment. Everyone always says like your brain matures at twenty-five. I think probably twenty-seven, twenty-eight is probably a little bit more. And there's that moment where you're like, shit. Like I was depressed. I was sad. Like. I had everything I thought I'd ever wanted, you know, I had a successful career, you know, I moved all the way through that and, you know, had a stable life and it was just kind of that moment where you're like, shit, I'm still not happy, you know, and I had friends around me, I had a band, like everything I'd ever really wanted in life, you know, and there's that moment where you're like, shit, like you get it all and you're kind of like, I'm still not happy. And then I really don't know what happened. I think there was probably just a day where like, I talked to my mom a lot about this and I mean, like shout out to her like she's my therapist like straight up you know um, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do whenever she's gone because I've tried to talk to therapists before and I'm like you know what I think my mom does it better you know? <laughs> she's also cheaper yeah. Yeah, she's way cheaper but but I mean she always just listens and always gives me good insight and everything but it was that moment where I was just like okay like this is life and yes you're going to have to like go through these motions all the time and yes you're going to work for the next 
45 years, but like it's those little moments of like having a crazy show or, you know, like playing a show or watching a show or, you know, having a day on the boat with George or something, you know, or, you know, going on a bike ride or just these random little things you do that like you look back and you don't really think much about them. It's like, yeah, that's kind of what makes it all worth it. You know, and then there was that moment of like, all right, like I'm I'm gonna be a physical therapist. I'm gonna, you know, help people. I'm gonna do all this stuff, but like, I have to come to peace with like who I am as a person. And four years ago, something clicked, and like, I don't know why, man, but like, I don't get super sad anymore. I don't get super depressed anymore. And some of it's apathy, I think, which is not necessarily healthy. But again, it's from a standpoint of I've I've worked through it like in a much better way. That would you say it's something to do with the idea of like acceptance or this is what life is it's not going to change I need to yeah. change my approach of how I deal with it yeah. you think maybe that's something to do with it yeah you gotta change your outlook on how you look at it yeah. you know like I think I don't know there was always like I guess in a way there's like that you're chasing that dragon you know like I'm gonna go do this thing and do this thing and do this thing and then like you kind of get get to all of it it's like that's the same thing with like somebody like Cobain or fucking Amy Winehouse or some of those other people it's like you have it all like, why are you still sad? You know? Yeah. But it's like, because it doesn't matter, like, all the other materialistic things or all the other things you have in your life. Like, you have to be comfortable up in your head, you know? Not just in your environment. And, like, that was a moment, too, mm-hmm. where, like, I really got comfortable right with, like, being alone with myself. And being alone with myself has been, like, probably one of the best things. Like, this is a very rare experience. Like, you guys know. Like, you're like, Dave doesn't like coming out on Sundays. You know, yeah. I really don't like this is like Sundays are like my day, like my church day almost like I'm not super religious anymore, but it's my day like for rest. It's yeah. my day for recovery. He sounded annoyed that I called you earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's one of those things where like I, I realized like I need a certain day like that. I need a certain day to like reset. And I've been pretty like hard and fast. And I'm well, obviously I'm off for a month. So like tomorrow is also Sunday. Like who cares? Right, like, right. I'm not doing anything. Tomorrow. Which is why you're here. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it. But if it was any other day. Yeah, any other month, you know. Good luck getting me to come out here on oh, Sunday. We could do Mondays, by the way. <laughs> I, uh, Monday nights. I, that's, I see, I didn't know about that. I'm, I'm happy I asked. That's fucking, yeah, see? that's great, man. Um, I almost didn't want to start the podcast up because I know who I, I am well enough now to where I'm a happy person, but I know that most things that come out of my mouth are very negative. And I don't say that, that... Like, fuck everything. Nothing matters. Fuck everything. I don't mean it that way. But I've... Who will never come on the show. Fuck you, Kelly. But I know you're going to listen to all this. I've asked (laughs) you a million times. Uh, But she's actually said to me, uh, you know, I think the, the, the travesty in your life, if there is any, is that you've realized what life is at an age so young that people normally by the time they realize it, they're old enough to where they're in and they've made enough decisions where it's something they either can't get out of or they're just like, well, there's not a lot of time left to deal with, so whatever. But she's said to me before, it's you, 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 you've understood enough things about how the world works at a young enough age to where 
it's it's gonna suck for you to try to deal with. And at times it's it's hard for me because I do. I, it's not that I'm not. And I, the thing is, I'm jaded. That's happening. Well, I mean, I'm I'm very to <laughs> yeah, the point of like like you know, I, I say it how it is and how I feel, and I I'm like, well, I can do this, I can do that, but I know this is what's you know, and and I don't. I don't try to come off as being negative Nancy, and that's not my point, because I, I am happy within my own life. But if you ask me about the idea of humanity, it's something that I think needs to stop existing. I think we either need to evolve or perish. And you tell people that. You tell me your, your best friends that are having kids. You tell your best friends are getting married and thinking, it's all about this and that. I'm like, you know nothing. You're not changing. Like not, this, but that, this means nothing. I mean, and, and I don't say that as an asshole or try to, but it comes off that way. And it's not easy. So it's like, then I, I start thinking more and more about it. I'm like, okay, so just because you feel this way, you're not trying to tell other people to feel this way, but it's how you feel. Should you stop doing something that other people might benefit from? That sounds pretty selfish. So maybe you should keep doing this. And even though you have your opinion, which is not going to change, know that other people aren't having that opinion. They'll hopefully accept yours, and you obviously have to accept theirs if you yeah. want to or not. You gotta have some couth in the situation. Yeah. So that's yeah. It's it's been, but uh, the moment in my life, this is I don't know. This is gonna sound crazy. I've, I've never told this story to anybody. I don't think my parents know the story. I was, believe it or not, as outspoken as I am about everything. Uh, as a kid, I was that kid who was in like second. First off, like I the first week I went to school, I cried. Every because I didn't want to go. My mom was like, look, this is the rest of your, like, the next 18, or whatever, whatever, how many years you go? Kindergarten, 12, 13 years of your life. She's like, you can't just not go. The state requires you to go. I don't care. You're going to have to figure it out. And it wasn't about, like, talking to kids or this and that. I just hated the idea of being away from my home. I had a good childhood. I liked my home. I liked my parents. We got along. It was a lot of love in the house. The idea of just not being there for what it didn't matter what it was, I didn't like. To the point to where I would take crayons. I would sit this way in a chair. And the, my parents' home was this way to get there. I took the crayon box and we had to color in like second grade. And I knew my sister's and my parents' favorite colors. And I put all of their crayons all the way on this side of the box, which was closer to their house. As like purposely every time I got the crayons out and left them there like... This is closer to home. This feels safe for me. It's a true story. So from that point, I never wanted to stand out. I never was wanted to be different. I never wanted to do anything. I just I didn't even want to be anywhere. I just wanted to be home. Around sixth, seventh grade, out of nowhere, I don't know if it was like when puberty started of some sort, but I got to the point where one day I was like, you know what? Maybe be cool if I wore two shirts, two t-shirts, and one was a little shorter than the other, so I had like trim. I had the collar trim, I had the trim. We all did that. That was style. Everybody did it. Well. I started doing it. Everybody around the school started doing it. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I didn't think anything of it. It's a trendsetter. So next thing, came from? next thing I know, <laughs> I next thing I know, I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to go to school. It's, I'm in seventh grade. I'm like, I'm, I've never wanted to be here. I'm like. I don't care what I look like. I started, like, I had pajama pants. I started wearing them to school all the time. Well, next thing I know, like, these straight A's, I was never straight A's. I was a straight C student my entire life. I didn't care about education whatsoever. Uh, 
I see like these honor roll students and these girls who I, you know, had nothing against but never even cared about that I went to school with. They, they, one girl came up to me and she's like, hey, uh, you know, I think it's like, you know, like, you're right. Like, screw what people think. Like, just wear whatever you want. Like, why do you got to look good? Like, she, like started to wear pajama pants like they were no big deal to school. I was like, okay, this is, this is, this is kind of weird. And then within the next year, I remember thinking to myself, now it's like high school. And I'm a freshman and like a lot of people are intimidated, this and that. I just, I don't know, like it had to be hormones, but like this whole thing of me being so into the idea of this home and this wonderful place that I had, I was just trying to distance myself from everything. So there wasn't anything that happened in my life, negative for this to happen. It was like my brain just finally was like, okay, you're you now. And I, and obviously it's, it's been just a fucking shoot the other way of like I don't literally care if I'm going to do what I want to do I'm going to say what I'm going to say I'm going to and not care and I it's, and I I try not to make it too brash at times but it's just yeah it's weird it's like it's almost like like my brain they developed just enough to where you know it didn't care anymore I don't know I think I don't know I was I lived that sheltered kind of life for like way too long it took me all the way to finding alcohol to get out of that basically yeah but because i didn't i mean i didn't do anything i was a square all the way through like even under you didn't fucking look the same oh yeah the pictures you showed me when you were even in college oh yeah undergrad to like graduate wild wild when i first i wouldn't i wouldn't recognize you no i don't recognize him yeah it's weird when i first met you don't take this the wrong way you hated me no, 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 no. You didn't like me in the first place. I didn't like you, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember when I first met you. Now. I don't remember I, uh, the technical moment either, though. Well, we'll get to that in a bit. I, uh, so, when I first was talking to you, I was dating Danielle at the time. And she knew of you guys, clearly, because you were all downtown and she worked at the Federal. And she would always say to me, and, I would, and I'd laugh, I'm like, that's a pretty good way to say it. She's like, who's the one who's just really bland and never says anything? That's me. And that's, and it wasn't because it was just a guy who like, you know, Dom is, compared to Dom. Dom's a personality. (laughs) Jack's a personality. Uh, Ben's never around. Ben's not around. But like, you were the guy who was always with everybody, was just like in the background. And now, it's not that way anymore. Unfortunately. I feel like you talk more than, well, I don't see Dom much, but I mean, even as much, if not more than Jack does. Yeah, I tell people that all the time though. Because if as soon as I mean I have a full I told my dad this like the other day because I have conversations with him all the time and we get super in depth we'll talk for two hours and just never shut up yeah. and I told him we were sitting there at dinner one time and I was like yeah I'm like pretty like like socially introverted he's like you really and he's like comparing me by my brother you know who's full blown introvert like I don't think gets, you, no, no see what happened because he doesn't come out um, but it's one of those things where I was like yeah but I was like but once you get to know me yeah, you're, you're, I will not shut the fuck up which I love no one of our my first night hanging out with you alone was like Leo come with me we're doing a Dave and Leo thing oh, and yeah. I was like okay <laughs> and like, we're gonna go out and he's like just follow me and he we, I just followed him for the whole night and it was like we're gonna go get drinks here cool we're going to go here. We're going to say hi to this person. Sick. Now we're going to go back to Susie and get some food because we need nourishment. Okay, sure. <laughs> like, and it was like, I just followed you all night. And it was, this is our daily Leo thing. You know what I mean? That's when I first met you. That's when I was like, that's probably when I learned your name because it was, yeah. you know, 
mean, well, it, was, it was that early on in our relationship. Yeah, and it's kind of, I don't know, like, I still talk about, like, all my high school buddies and stuff. Like, yeah. I have friends that I've known since I was four years old, you know, and I still talk to them every single day. So it's one of those things, where, like, once you're my friend and you're my friend, like, I don't, you're not not my friend. Like, you bonded for life. Yeah. Very cool. Like, I get it. You have nothing. You're just you. mean I'm talking. No, you can like, <laughs> you're, there's none of these big things that have happened in your life, good or bad. You I'm, like, no, I'm sure. No, no, no. Okay. All right. Okay. I just wonder. Wait, wait. <laughs> what, what do you want to know? I will say, I, I remember when I first met you, was, I met you at Cornapalooza. You weren't even supposed to. Why the, the fuck were you, I met you? Why the fuck were you even there? I don't even remember why you were there. Because uh, uh, Rick Deek had joined the Vindies and he they needed a guitar player, radio player. That's what it was. You played. And I played. You played at my house before I even knew who the fuck you were. I feel like that's not true. I feel like we did. We, had, we were introduced by that. Uh, we might have been said hated. Because I had right? played like Birdfish and I feel like you were there. Like the old Birdfish, of course. I'll talk and Pat you. was my drummer. Yeah, he's everybody's drummer. Fuck you, Pat. <laughs> Fuck you, too. <laughs> I love you, Pat. <laughs> yeah, you, you, Dave might like it, but we we like a fucking Pat. <laughs> no ill will, Pat. Uh, Alright, so wait, what, what, what? Well, now, I've had big moments. You were First drunk. Let's go back. You, Let me go you, back. You, you knew Marissa. I and I'm like, I'm like, you realize she's a lesbian, right? You were all over all night. She was all That's over That's not you. true at all. That's, that night. As we were friends. You already knew her. I didn't know that you knew her. I wasn't. You were both hammered, and you were all. He insinuated something there. Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. We were hanging. He was having a friendly conversation with a friend. What I'm saying is, we we were thick as thieves that night. But there was no. You insinuated something. But you know why you were thick as thieves that night, and I know now because both of you knew nobody else there other than yourselves. Well, probably I knew her quite well by then. That's what I'm saying. But I didn't know that, so. I'm just. I'm not saying what my perception. You did. You I'm not saying my perception was right, but I definitely did insinuate that I thought from the outside world that like, oh, he's, they're trying to fucking hook up tonight. Is the way I took it. Not that I cared. It, it meant nothing to no, me. Oh yeah, like, but no. You know, I, I mean, thought. whatever. That was. But I will say, and I said this in the text to you the other day, and I meant it. The first night. That was one of the first times I met you. Then I still didn't know you that well. No. We had a trees practice in that fucking living room, and you were hanging out with Chris Rattusian, who lives. Yeah. Three blocks out. We were doing tacos that day, and he he's like, "Hey, I'm coming over. I want to just get a couple pictures and bring in uh, Leo. You've met him before. We play at your house." Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. Bring Leo. I don't give a shit. Yeah, whatever. Little Italian kid. Whatever. Great. <laughs> they many crickets. <laughs> <laughs> so. before the end. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say Italian. There's something wrong with that. So they walk in the door. We're playing one of this to this day. My favorite. Tree song we ever wrote, Modelo, which is about beer, obviously, like most of our songs are titles of. And he walks in, I'm like, hey, just do something. And he's like, what? I'm like, just. And it was just like during the right part, and Pat kicked in, and he just lets out this fucking beltish scream. Not a scream, but it was just like a groan. It was low and it was long. He, I know you don't remember it. I remember it. And I, I had. Right, I don't know where I was standing. I, and I was right in that corner. I remember, I just, I just, I was looking down at my pedal board, and I, and like, liked my it. skin crawled, and I looked up, and I'm like, I need to know more. And then I'm like, wait, what's your music? And then I started, I, I, became, I was a believer. I was baptized, bro. Right, right there and there. <laughs> I remember that moment. That was, that was a big moment for me. I think I was taking mushrooms that day, too. <laughs> they do have that I think the moral of the story is just take mushrooms. Just drink beer and take mushrooms. mushrooms yeah. Fuck everything else. Yep, life will be much better. Life, life will just No, but thank you. Out. I mean, that was, no, I, I got invited into your home. You told me to sing. I did what I could. I had to make a point. Just wish you wanted to sing more. But anyway, 
Um, you can't have both. Either. One of the things that I've just yeah. just kind of twerks me, and I, this is back to this is my negative. Yeah, grinds my gears. Twerks me. I never heard that one. Me. About, about humanity is the idea of like every fucking. This don't matter, right? No, we're gonna go just a little bit longer. Now. Okay, I'm so, just gonna. Yeah. Um. What what? I, why is every month a cause? You know, to, it's what's this month? Now this sounds like a Dave Lynn setup to the joke. <laughs> this is the no, there's no this joke. Is, this is Pride Month. And this is Pride Month. Okay, yeah. so that is for the LGBTQ community, correct? Yes. Okay. So every month we have something. Yes. Yeah, well, then, then every day is something too. Going but, 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 but your cat day or but whatever. My, the fuck my like point that. with this is, why is humans as a whole? And this is my question. Not just I'm not hating. I'm putting this out. Why is it so hard? Why do we have so much pride to where, no pun intended, that uh, like we can't just, we have to be reminded that, hey, this is happening in the world. Be sensitive about yeah, because this. Because it makes, it gives And people, I'm not saying I'm just about the gay thing. I mean, that's, not, that's not my point the with this. Because it, <laughs> Jiminy Cricket, because it gives people a sense of like, well, we were talking about community camaraderie. If they could say this is our day, and other people are also saying we're not it. talking days, we're talking a month. Yeah, days, month. Thing. It's the same year idea. Whatever, who cares? Just, now, I don't think there's anything wrong with it by any means. There's 12 months in a year. You want to celebrate one thing every month, fine. Especially you know February is Black History Month. Great, like we need that in this country. No, but my and the my, gay my, thing. No, but like, no, I get it. My get point is, saying. if we Why just do we weren't need shitty. If we weren't but, shitty, well, we just, ex- ex- nah, just... Nah, you're missing it. We're inherently shitty. Yeah. Why? We're human beings. But why, right. Okay, so what is your... What is that's, Thank you. What is the... Why are we shitty? We don't... It's, it's, it's hardwired into... I just said it's inherent. Because we work on desire. Now, see, he had an answer. Set see, see what he did? He set us up. We don't work on anything. <laughs> which is the problem with humanity. We work on desire. Not... Hating somebody because they fuck somebody who's the same sex or they look different than you because of their color is stupid. It's it's obviously stupid. Sure. But why do we care? Because we have desires yeah. for things and we have pride the, in the, things. The concept is to create awareness so that people who are ignorant maybe if you could turn one person out of ten over through your awareness and be like, oh, listen, this is accepted amongst other people. You need to fucking understand that I'm black, that's fine. I'm gay, that's fine. Whatever the month is, some of them are stupid maybe, but those ones at least, off the top of my head, I'm sure there's other months that I don't know about, but whatever. It's to create awareness and to uh, get people who are ignorant to the concept to understand that there is a community. It's not like, oh, that one guy in my town's fucking weird because he's fucking gay. No, there's a community of fucking gay people. I, you know, and, and, and okay. but there, you have to understand, we live in Youngstown, we're diverse here, but there are places that aren't like that, yeah. you know? Right, but do you think those people would see that and say, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't be a bigot anymore? Because I don't think that happens. If I think the reality chance, of the situation is... Well, what's it hurting? I don't give a fuck what's about it, what's, it, what's it hurting the tribe? It's not hurting anything, well, but, it, but, but my point is, if we, I'm trying to get to beyond the idea of because we I have, you're not you're not saying that you don't like the concept. You just don't understand it. I think if we didn't have desire, if we just worked strictly on instinct, this wouldn't even be a topic for anything. Everybody would just either kill something to survive or not care about anything at all. We've evolved as a society too much to rely on instinct. Yeah, you cannot rely and on. We instinct need to either anymore. evolve further or perish. Exactly, and but, I, but in the meantime. We're going to make months dedicated to certain <laughs> fucking people that need help. 
Because that's all we can do as a society. I understand the idea. You're completely right. I, agree I, I understand the, the idea, but I'm just saying I, I think it's deeper than that. I think where this all stems from, in my opinion, is the idea of this, you know, take it as you will, obviously. Yeah. My opinions. You have to look at the source of where this all starts. Now, I know I've said a lot of terrible things about religion. No, I agree with that. But, no, here's, wait, but no, no, hold on. This is what I'm getting at. First off, I'll say this. Religion has done some good for the world. There are people out there that are psycho enough that the idea of doing terrible things and burning or whatever, I'm not just going to say Christianity, whatever, the karma, this and that, the idea of having religion keeps them in check enough in society that they still function and don't do terrible things. I'm not saying everyone. The consequence idea um, keeps certain people in check because, because of of the consequences that they might have in an afterlife. The reverse side of that, in the true Nate, in the sense, will tell you this. We live in a society where we wonder why there's so much hate, whatever this and that in the world. But we have to realize, again, not just Christianity. The idea that most of the world lives on the idea in faith and something without any physical evidence that they could prove that they've ever seen or ever knew about is where the rational thinking comes from without any evidence. So when you have a society set up, regardless of what that faith is, to say, this is what happens when I die, this is what I need to know, and can't explain why and know why, you're going to have a world of confusion and people who don't know what the fuck is happening. And I think that's the actual problem or the hatred or the bigotry or the idea of saying, this is me, this isn't you. That's where it all stems from is this where this confusion starts that we can't just accept the fact that maybe we don't know. And that's okay. I don't care what you believe, but to say that you're right and somebody else is wrong, if you can say that about something you can't prove, you could say that about somebody's skin color, you could say that about somebody's sexuality, you can say that about the military. You can say that about Republicans and Democrats. You can say it about anything. Because now you've justified anything in your life. I mean, does that sound like a terrible statement? Or does that sound like it might have some truth to it? I think it makes a lot of sense. But you could say the same thing. And I'm not disagreeing with you. I don't like uh, organized religion whatsoever. I don't care if you believe in whatever. Um... You say the same thing about, uh, you know, science. You could. Because you as a person... Unproven science or science has been proven? Well, no. It's the same thing. Someone tells you that this is a fact and we believe it. It's the same thing as a church. They tell you that that's a fact. We believe it. We physically, uh, we, uh, me and you, we don't fucking have yeah, any no, but, concept but of anything. No, but science is proven. If you can show me physical fact that it's proven, you have to believe it. And then true. the church does the same thing, and that's where people get confused. No, but I'm saying you can't prove things. It's subjective. You get what I'm saying? It's, it's subject- yeah, it's different. P- yeah. The church, is, they, they claim to show you physical evidence and stuff. And people believe it. The same thing the science does. They don't know. No one knows yeah. fucking anything is the but point. But I mean, it, it, makes a, it makes a fair point. So if you think about Christianity... And, they, and, they talk and I'm about not arguing because I agree with you. I, I, I don't... Right, right. I, I'm, just, I'm just saying that the spectrum. you yeah. can't just... You, I but always try to see things a, from a, both sides. They a stone that well. rolled back in, a, in a, a cave and they proved... And that's objective proof that Jesus walked out of that cave and was resurrected. Christianity would tell, would tell you that that's objective proof that he walks again and is resurrected. 
and okay. that God is real. Okay. And, All right, let me ask you this. Verse subject. But again, we didn't live during that time. Absolutely. We'd be able to say that. So again, we're basing things off of history. The same way that 100 years from now, people are going to be basing scientific evidence off of historical records now this, and studies that now are Now, this done is why I don't care if you believe in religion or science or anything other than that. Because it is all just these things that we're told that we are told to believe this because there is proof, but we don't physically get to see that proof because of our... Now, some people do, whatever. The, the, this, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. The scientist who's doing the, the research and then the guy who replicates the research is getting to see the objective proof and is maybe being enlightened in some way. And then you read it in a book. Yeah, and he wants and to tell it. You get what I'm saying? I, I you get what I'm saying? I, so let me say this, though. If you take every religious book of any culture and just got rid of it, okay, completely... And you took all the science books and got rid of them. In 300 years, those science books would be exactly the same. Those religion books would not. Why? Are they exactly the same though? Because science has changed over years. No, I'm they, saying they like the idea... They've things that I'm they claim like the are correct like, and has no, changed I'm over years. I'm saying like the years. idea of gravity is... Because somebody's got to figure out gravity again. That doesn't change really. That one and one is two. What I'm saying is most religions are based off of stories before people were born. Yeah, if those stories cease to we exist anymore, well, 2,000 years ago, yeah, that's a long time in general. I'm saying if those stories aren't there anymore and that's all that you have is a story from one book, regardless of like every faith has one book, if that's not there anymore, what are you basing your life on now? Well, I don't think your life should be based on either. Just let's be kind to each other and have a good time. <laughs> Play some fucking doom. Right. Well, is my point. Uh, I get it. I just, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, that's, that's my thought. All right. In closing, um, I have, I'm going to, every podcast that I do from now on, I'm going to have one of the guests read my words because I think it's cooler coming from somebody else. You don't want to do it? You want Dave to do it? Yeah, I want Dave to do it. All right. I'll wait till Dave, Dave is taking a uh, quick bathroom break and we'll, but in the meantime, here you go. But yeah, so I don't know. I just I, that's my person, and, I, and that's yeah, I something that I feel very. I don't know. It's just I can't stop that that thought. In my I guess head. my point was I just don't condemn people that want to go by religion. No, I'm not saying. And the thing is, again, if that's your if that's if your that, bag, if, man, if, then fucking no, go for I it. I get it. And even and if you're if an atheist, like that's like, your bag. But again, even, yeah, exactly. even, even No, I don't care. Either. Even yeah. saying to an atheist. Atheists can't look. You can't. Pro- Nobody can prove to me there's a god. But as an atheist, you can't prove to me there's no god as well. So I, my whole point is like, the idea though is that I don't know. I don't know, dude. If there's if I don't know. What to you say. put it right here. Just be. Well, that's that's gonna be. That's 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 what. I mean, that's the end. You want to? Can you read? Did you read the whole thing? Just read it. If you could read it, read it. If say I can't slowly. read it, <laughs> no, because my writing's terrible. That's why I'm not. Oh, you it is bad. My, my writing's bad. Say it loud enough so we can hear. There is a savage nature in humanity more than in any other animal on this planet. It's already inside us. Some more than others. Stop trying to contain it and deeming it as uh, being deeming it as being bad. Get. Oh. Get jerked off. Physically, mentally, punch a guy in the face, fuck someone who is down to fuck, make the money, put yourself out there, get bit, try something five times, just be you, the nasty truth with the nasty Nate.
Couldn't say it better myself, my friend. Uh, thanks, guys. Let's play some fucking music and oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. enjoy ourselves. Thanks for listening.